So, um, just secretly, every time the word covenant is used in the readings, uh, it thrills me a little because it's my source of hope, and I just want to explain why. So, um, everybody always confuses a covenant with a contract. So, one of the many differences between a covenant and a contract is that if we have a contract, let's say I sell my car to Carol, then I sell my car to Carol, but, um, and it is, the car is supposed to stay as it always is. Now, if Carol, uh, if I sell her my car and she has to make monthly payments of $10,000, it's a really nice car. If she misses one of the payments, I get the car back. Sorry, Carol, you didn't pay it. The covenant works the opposite way. If I'm in a covenant with Marika, I had to think of a different name. Um, And if I'm in a covenant with her and she doesn't keep her end of the covenant, it's not like a contract. I can't get out of it. But if we're in a covenant, no matter how much she messes up, I still have to be faithful. So a covenant, it's a little unfair, but let's face it. If we're in a covenant with God, we're the winners. Because you know humanity is constantly messing up. And we're in this covenant dating back to Abraham with God. We're in the Eucharist, in a covenant with God. And why I say that's my sense of hope is this. It's kind of like a relationship between a parent and a child. Once a child is, once a parent is in a covenant with a relationship with a child, you know that child is going to have a life of constantly messing up. Constantly messing up. And as frustrating as that is, you're not out of your obligation to love that child. Um, Same thing with God. We know we're going to mess up. And yet, you know, the psalm is, God remembers his covenant. He is not going to let go. And why I say that's my great source of hope is that that gives me time to change my life around. Uh, That, yeah, I messed up, but there's always a second and a third chance with, with Christ. So in today's gospel, think about this. Uh, Humanity, we're such mess ups. They want to kill God. The reason why they pick up the stones is that Jesus said, you know, before Abraham, I I am. I am is the word for Yahweh. So he's calling himself God. So they pick up the stones. So over and over in the gospel, uh, the religious people want to kill God. I just think that's great humor. That we want to kill God, the very source of life. But God is not going to give up on us. You kind of think trying to kill me would be the last straw. It's not. And so if God, if Christ loves us so much that even the most obnoxious behavior, he's not going to give up on me. To me, that's my great hope. I just hope over a lifetime of Christ not giving up to me, I slowly am more and more converted. So like, why wouldn't I want to be completely honest about my own sins? Christ is not going to give up to us. So during Lent, why wouldn't I want greater a second and third chance. Um, That's my great hope. If my hope in God was dependent upon me being a perfect person, I'm in a lot of trouble. The best I can do is trying to fake God out and pretend to be holy. But if we're in a covenant with God, it doesn't matter how many times I mess up, 
I can always get a third or fourth or a hundredth second chance. Not that God is pleased with me, but God's Christ's love is so deep, he will never give up on us. That's my great hope. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.